Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! Monday, April 26th. Hope everybody had a phenomenal weekend. It's draft week, people, so you needed to pace yourself over the weekend. I had a phenomenal weekend myself. Um, you know, went out uh, for some beers with buddies Thursday night. Went out for some beers and pizza with my daughter and her soccer team and the dads on Friday. Uh, my kids played a total of three soccer games this weekend. Uh, my son had a had a had a goal and assist. Uh, hit the hit the post. Uh, if you follow me on IG, you know all this. And uh, we played some basketball. It was just a action packed weekend. And so I sit down Sunday night to start to get some ideas about what we're going to do on Monday's podcast. You know, it's draft week. I'm looking through the NBA stuff, and I start texting with Rob G. And I stumble upon what I think is just a massive story. I think this has to be the story of the day. No, like, listen, we could we could go into Kevin Durant. Maybe we will later. Uh, Kevin Durant returned, was very, very good. Uh, and the Nets beat the Suns. And again, everybody's like, oh, the Nets are going to win the championship. But again, that's so far down the road. There's like 15 games left per team in the NBA season, okay? I see this tweet last night from Ian Rappaport. NFL Network, he's been here on the pod, 
buddy of mine. He doesn't toss stuff out there to toss stuff out there. Ian Rappaport, a stunner, basically says it is not going to be Justin Fields at three for the 49ers in the draft. It's down to, dun-dun-dun-dun, Oscars drum roll, Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Here's the exact quote. This is a stunner to me. I'm absolutely floored by this. As the 49ers close in on their decision of which quarterback to take at three, sources say they're down to two prospects, and the belief is those two are Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Sources say the focus does appear to have shifted to those two. I'm, I'm floored. I'm gobsmacked by this. Now, we have discussed at length on this podcast about why I believe it should be Justin Fields. Anybody who's watched college football in the last two years thinks it should be Justin Fields. A lot of people say they would take Justin Fields over Zach Wilson. And as a quick reminder, this thing we call the NFL draft is not an exact science. It is extremely challenging. And as a reminder, I will say, of the 14 quarterbacks taken in the top 10 from 20. 2009 to 2016, 14 of them went in the top 10. Zero are still with their team. That's how poorly teams do drafting in the top 10 at quarterback. History, listen, it's not 100% that this is how it's always going to be, but right now teams are doing a very poor job. Listen, the game's changing rapidly. And in Saunter's Kyle Shanahan, I got to get up to three. And he trades up to three. Obviously, he has a quarterback he wants. And here, I don't know what, 96 hours before the draft, we find out that that's either Trey Lance or Mac Jones. And we had Charles Robinson on the podcast last week, and he spoke to the arrogance of Kyle Shanahan, who, you know, if you really want to break it down, was he born on third base? I don't don't know. His dad was Mike Shanahan, a big, big deal in NFL coaching circles. And Kyle Shanahan at a very young age, gets an OC job in Washington. Yes, under his father. He's doing the RG3 Kirk Cousins dance, gets RG3 to the playoffs. RG3 gets hurt. Then says, okay, Kirk Cousins is the guy. He's our starter. He gets him to the playoffs. And so the media loves Kyle Shanahan. But of course, you know, things happen and it all fell apart in D.C. I can't blame it on the Shanahan's. And he ends up in Cleveland, and then he ends up in Atlanta. And in Atlanta, Kyle Shanahan was the OC when Matt Ryan had the best season of his career. And the Falcons get to the Super Bowl. But, oh yeah, the offense choked badly in the worst collapse in Super Bowl history. Now, I don't have the stats off the top of my head. Rob G., of course, uh, because he does radio five days a week for the Odd Couple, he's very familiar with the meltdown by the Atlanta Falcons and Kyle Shanahan. So, Rob G., please remind us just how bad the meltdown was of Falcons-Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, it was really, really bad. But, you know, I I don't want to just focus on that one because I feel like it doesn't give the totalitarity of how bad he's been in the Super Bowl. Here's a couple of stats that'll blow your mind. In the last Super Bowl, which was the Niners one against the Chiefs. Yeah, I didn't even get to that one. Another meltdown by Kyle Shanahan. 10-point lead with under nine minutes to play. They lost. He called 15 plays in the fourth quarter, running the ball down their throat all game. So you say, hey, all 15 runs, right? No, 11 times they called a pass play. According to ESPN's win probability metric, 
Shanahan and the Niners had a 95.3% chance of winning when they were up by 10 with 726 left. Of course, they lost. Going back to the Falcons, the one you brought up initially, 99.6% chance of winning when they were up 28 to 12 with nine minutes left. And of course, they lost. Wow. So it was 28-3 in the third quarter, I believe, right? Yes. And then it was 28-12 in the fourth? With nine minutes left. Oh, my gosh. So, listen, I'm not bashing Kyle Shanahan. Things happen. You know, if you've played any sports, you've collapsed on the back nine of a golf tournament. You've failed miserably trying to close out a golf set. You know, it happens. It's happened several times now to Kyle Shanahan, but we're not going to kill him for it. The guy's very good at his job. They run an incredible offense uh, basically everywhere he's been. But it's getting back to the arrogance part, I mean, this is arrogance of the highest level, is it not? We're talking about a guy in Trey Lance who looks the part, no doubt, 6'4", 225, rocked up. I mean, the guy's a big-time winner at the North Dakota State level. He's 20. He's played one game in the last 16 months. Guy's 17 career starts. Everybody knows, and if you listen to last week's podcast uh, with the former Jet Scout who worked under Bill Parcells, everybody knows Bill Parcells hated quarterbacks who did not have a lot of starts. Well, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, 17 career starts. And, you know, I start reading about Trey Lance late last night. It's like, you know, his dad got a, was in the CFL. He got invited to 49ers camp, but got cut uh, back when they had like Deion Sanders in the secondary. His dad was a cornerback. Um, Trey Lance in high school ran the wing T offense. Now again, that's not a knock on Trey Lance. That's just the level of quarterback that this guy's been doing, okay? Wing T offense in high school. So then he gets to North Dakota State, playing pretty bad competition, shreds it, and that's your guy? On that small sample size? Now, and again, the stats don't say everything, obviously, and it's more about the traits and the ability to read defenses and the quick progressions. That's what makes the quarterback. And Kyle Shanahan sees that. And I guess is thumbing his nose at Justin Fields, who, oh, by the way, back in high school while Trey Lance was running the wing tee, Justin Fields was winning the Mr. Football in the state of Georgia over Trevor Lawrence. I mean, again, I know that doesn't matter that much, but I want to give you the perspective on a 20-year-old quarterback in Trey Lance. Folks, he had no offers until late in the process. Boise State was like, yo, we're interested. The Big Ten teams that reached out to Trey Lance wanted him to play in the secondary. At 6'4", I mean, he's up to 225 now. I guess he wasn't at that weight in high school. But this is a guy who, you know, teams looked at and thought, oh, yeah, he could play in the secondary. Now, we know famously that Mac Brown from his days at Texas had wanted RG3 to play in the secondary, wanted, uh, I think, Johnny Football. He thought he would be a cornerback. So this kind of thing does happen. But I'm not sure I can recall a more meteoric rise than going from wing T football in nowhere, Minnesota, and within, I guess, three years, you're going to be the number three pick in the NFL draft. Going to the 49ers, who, oh, by the way, went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Now, I'm not just going to sit here and take and bag on Kyle Shanahan the entire time, obviously. Like, there's no point in me doing that. I'm not just going to totally crap on the guy. He's accomplished a ton. You know, Kyle Shanahan obviously knows what he's doing. But to go back to the arrogance thing, he's essentially telling his team, 
this guy that I like has so much potential and so much upside that this quarterback who helped get us to the Super Bowl, and yes, I know he threw like, shoot, Rob, was it eight passes in the NFC title game against um, against the Packers? I think it was eight, six for eight passing. This guy who was our quarterback that year, and I coached him up, and we got to the Super Bowl, and then we were led by 10 against the Chiefs with nine minutes left. Yeah, I'm dumping that guy for this kid over here out of North Dakota State. I, I do wonder, Rob, and I haven't fully thought this through because I'm just so stunned by some of the stuff that goes on in the NFL. How is the locker room going to react to an immensely popular player like Jimmy G? Face of the, I guess he was the face of the franchise, right? I mean, handsome guy, apparently dating semi-famous women, you know, good-looking guy, stands up, commands the room, always smiling. He kind of looks like a Clark Kent to me without the glasses, just like he's always grinning and then, you know, goes on the field and, and delivers. Like, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a really good quarterback. Bill Belichick saw something in him and drafted him. And boom, the guy gets paid to go uh, play for San Francisco when he had like, I think he was getting $28 million a year or something insane based on like, four career starts or eight career starts, something something absurd. But bottom line is, like, Jimmy G, super popular player. The guys liked him. He went to the Super Bowl with them. Now, he's always hurt. That's his big knock. Excuse me, he can't stay healthy. Jimmy G continuously getting injured. But, like, you know you're close to a Super Bowl again. And the plan is, if Trey Lance is a guy, maybe it's Mac Davis. We'll get to Mac Davis in a sec. I, I Mac Jones. I'm, Mac Jones, I'm sorry. We'll get to Mac Jones in a minute. I'm really out on Mac Jones. But imagine, like, oh, Jimmy G is going to be our starter, and we're all getting healthy, and, oh, we're going to go, I don't know, 10 and, no, let's go 11 and 6 because there's 17 games. And we're going to get to the playoffs. So let's just say they win two two games in the playoffs, one or two, whatever. What are you, and, and then you lose. What are you going to tell the team? Like, Hey, man, this guy, we had a good ride. We had, you know, went to the Super Bowl. We had another playoff run. Um, but this is the guy that I'm picking. Like, I know that they trust Shanahan, and, like, you kind of have to. It's like, this is, what do they call it? This is uh, not friend business. It's show business. Like, that's what the NFL is, right? And I just, so many questions, Rob. I'm just stunned that he would, like, again, Trey Lance looks the part, no doubt about it. And he's got some great gaudy numbers at North Dakota State. But, I mean, are we serious? Trey Lance over Justin Fields? I, listen, and I, we didn't really talk about the Justin Fields epilepsy stuff. I, I don't feel like that warrants too much of a discussion. He's on medic, medication for it. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure there's been other professional athletes who have played with epilepsy. Uh, I don't know how many quarterbacks have. But, you know, Justin Fields looked fine um, in his career in high school in getting to Georgia, in transferring and playing at Ohio State. Like, I, I know that's not the NFL, but, I mean, Justin Fields certainly has looked the part his entire career. I remain stunned that it's come down to Mac Jones, who we'll get into in the second layer, and Trey Lance, Rob. I, I'm, I'm floored by this. You know what? I was initially floored when I saw the tweet from Ian Rappaport last night, but the more I thought about it, I am not shocked at all. And it's because... We've heard now for a few weeks, Charles Robinson said on this pod, uh, John Middlecoff said on, on Colin Cowherd's podcast, 
whatever choice Kyle Shanahan makes is going to be about him. It's his arrogance that's going to decide who they get. Not the most talented guy, not the most pro-ready guy. It's whoever he thinks will run his system the best. And I want to take you back last week. Um, Late last week, I think it's Tom Pellicero. I think is how you say his last name. I'm not sure. Uh, NFL.com. He posted a nice um, column listing scouts, GMs, executives, coaches, you know, their unfiltered thoughts on, on these prospects. And if you look at Mac Jones and if you look at Trey Lance and, and what they're being said about those two guys, they each have their pros and cons, whatever. But one common denominator between the two, each one specifically mentions how smart they are pre-snap. This guy is effing smart, one scout says about Trey Lance. One guy talks about Mac Jones. The difference between him and other guys, he can come to the line of scrimmage. He can tell you where he's going pre-snap. He's that smart. And the knock whether it's fair or unfair about Justin Fields that's been painted for the last few months now is that he is a one-read quarterback. Now, we've had people say on national uh, television say, I don't care if he's a one-read quarterback. If that one read's open, why would you not throw it to him? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand the difference. And so that's, I guess, what Mac Jones and Trey have going for him. Going back again, Daniel Jeremiah, another friend of the podcast, he said at his media availability last week promoting the draft, when he was asked, what do you think about Mac Jones possibly going number three? He is easily the least talented of the quote unquote big five quarterbacks. (laughs) He says, quote, you always hear it's about the Jimmys and the Joes, not the X's and the O's. That would be an X's and O's decision. It is a I believe so much in the X's and O's. I need somebody that can just see the game through my eyes and make those decisions. That's kind of him impersonating Kyle Shanahan. So that, again, reiterates what you've said, what Charles Robinson said, what John Middlecoff said, what Daniel Jeremiah just said there. Kyle Shanahan believes so much in himself and his system and his ability to call plays that he doesn't care who the best, most talented guy is, He doesn't care who the most pro-ready guy is. He doesn't care who the best quarterback is. All he wants is a puppet who is going to run the offense that he wants because the offense is ultimately what's going to make them successful. You know, that's, Rob, that's pretty smart of Kyle Shanahan to do that now that I think about it because guess what? You will always escape criticism. Well, no, no, my system works. You weren't running the system correctly. So you can always avoid blame by just saying, well, yeah, you weren't, you weren't doing the system. I told you what works. This works. It's my system. It worked in Atlanta. Okay. It worked in Washington. It worked in San Francisco. And it's going to continue to work in San Francisco. He could just keep playing that card and say, hey, you know, my guys didn't make the plays down the stretch of the Super Bowl against the Patriots. You know, Devonta Freeman picks up a blitz. We're not sitting here criticizing me. You know, if Jimmy G is hitting that pass. I forget who the guy was deep over the middle um, in the end zone. Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, thank you. And if if that throws where it should be in my system, then we're not arguing and I'm a two-time Super Bowl champ. So, you know, Kyle Shanahan can play that card. And I, I kind of I like that strategy. But, but couldn't um, you push back really easily and say, uh, did you win any playoff games in Washington? Oh, you didn't? Okay, so we'll straight that one out. You make it to Atlanta, you get to the Super Bowl, great team, but uh, didn't you have Julio Jones on that offense? Wasn't Devontae Freeman the highest paid running back in football, either the year before or the year after the, the Super Bowl? Uh, then you get to the San Francisco 49ers. Are you going to tell me with a straight face the reason they got to the Super Bowl was because of that offense and Jimmy G? 
or was it because their defense was incredible and they had the best front four in football? So you can ride that arrogance. Yeah, look what I did. All these different places that I went to without bringing context into it. Yeah. And, well, you could. I mean, I'm sure. Rob, hold on. I'm sure he would say, "Excuse me, did you mention Devonta Freeman?" Oh, uh, interesting. Since I left him and he got paid, I haven't seen him do a damn thing. Is he still in the league? And I don't know if he could do that with a lot of guys from Washington. Uh, he certainly can say it with RG3, who went from... And again, it, it, you know, RG3 had injuries, so did Devonta Freeman. But he can say, my system, look at all these guys who thrived. And then what happens when they're out of my system? They ain't doing anything. And, you know, it will be on Jimmy G should he leave after this year. There's going to be some pressure. Like, yo, <laughs> this guy was with Belichick. And Belichick liked him. And Kyle Shanahan liked him. And... um I mean, somebody's going to pay Jimmy G big bucks if two of the smartest minds in the NFL, and, and maybe I'm giving Kyle Shanahan too much credit. Maybe I should say offensive mind for him. But if both of them wanted Jimmy G and, uh, you know, had some success, I know Jimmy G didn't play much for the Patriots, but the mere fact that he was good enough to uh, go right to San Fran and become a stud, like, I, you know, Kyle Shanahan has a lot to argue. Now, uh, Rob, this is a, another layer. I barely even touched this. Um, about Trey Lance. And again, I don't mean to come down on our 20-year-old kid who's from a small town in Minnesota. I don't, I'm not crushing him. I'm not trying to. He's good. He's certainly a top 10 pick, no doubt. I'm just perplexed by the over-Justin Fields aspect. And I will add this. Um, like, Justin Fields in two years was being forced to make second reads in a lot of games because, oh yeah, he's playing against NFL-caliber players every week in the Big Ten. Okay? I mean, he's seeing better defense in practice throwing against guys at Ohio State who go to the NFL more than Trey Lance has seen in real action. Okay? The last time we saw a quarterback out of North Dakota State was a guy by the name of Carson Wentz. He went super high in the draft. They loved him. First year, you know, he was all right. He was okay. They weren't very good. 500 team, a little below 500. Second year, Carson Wentz is leading the MVP vote. And then he goes down with an ACL and the Eagles win the Super Bowl without him. To this date, Carson Wentz still has, last I checked, zero playoff wins. Hell, he's never finished a playoff game, Rob. And, you know, you look at a small town guy like that, and this is my was one of my big questions. When Carson Wentz got the hint of adversity, things go south, arguing with a coach, fan base uh, starts booing him. How did he react? I don't want to be a backup. Get me out of town. He didn't react well. And I, I just, you wonder about some of these guys from a small town playing at a low, low level of uh, college football and how they're going to handle adversity. Listen, do you think there's going to be adversity, Rob G, in the San Fran locker room in a massive media market? If he doesn't deliver and quick, there's going to be massive pressure on him. This ain't going to be like Pat Mahomes in KC. You know, Pat Mahomes... I think he went 10th or 11th, whatever it was. And he steps in for Alex Smith. They had won a playoff game, but you're in Kansas City. It's not like a major media market. San Francisco every year is getting marquee games because they're San Francisco. They're on Sunday Night Football, Monday night, Thursday night. The Chiefs, before Mahomes, they were not a massive TV draw. They were, okay, we'll give you the 1 p.m. game, you know, <laughs> you know, the regional game. Like, there was no pressure on Mahomes. Like, 
Alex Smith never, I mean, listen, he was a good quarterback. He never led the Chiefs to the Super Bowl or anywhere near it. And I know, Jason, come on, Jimmy G didn't lead them to the Super Bowl. Listen, man, I I don't know how you differentiate led to the Super Bowl versus was on a team that went to the Super Bowl, but bottom line, Garoppolo was a good quarterback. I can make fun of eight pass attempts in the (laughs) NFC title game all I want. Still a good quarterback. He had to deliver. And... I just, I, 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 I'm still so stunned that you would go with a guy like Trey Lance when you have Justin Fields who, as you said, Rob, you, I, Rob was the one who told me that like he uh, won Mr. Football in Georgia over Tre- Trevor Lawrence. Then he goes to Georgia, doesn't win the starting job against the veteran, is playing mop-up duty, says, you know what? I think I'm going to transfer to Ohio State where I can start uh, after uh, Haskins goes to the NFL. And oh yeah. He throws like 40, was it 41 touchdowns and one one interception? And then the next year is great. Six TDs against Clemson. And then goes to the national title game and they never had a chance. But I don't know, Rob. I, I, I Again, I, I sound like I'm bashing Trey Lance, but that's not the case. I just can't get by the fact that they don't love Justin Fields. Yeah, and I agree with you. And it's funny because I, I, I really believe, and I'm not saying this is sourced. I don't know anyone who has said this verbatim, but it feels to me like a lot of NFL decision makers are holding the Dwayne Haskins situation mm. against Justin Fields. They're like, well, look how poorly this guy transitioned to the NFL. They run the exact same offense. They put up similar stats in college. Why wouldn't Justin Fields have be the same kind of guy? Maybe he's not as good as we think. But if that is your rationale, why would you not then apply the Carson Wentz flame out, meltdown, whatever you want to call it in Philly, to Trey Lance. Why does he get the benefit of the doubt yeah. that Justin Fields is not getting? That it's I crazy. don't understand. I mean, you're, you're spot on, I agree. But Rob, here's my other thing with that. It's like, how many factors go into Carson Wentz melting down? I mean, remember, he had Frank Reich his first two years. Frank Reich leaves. And I forget what the exact numbers are, but he's like 11 and 20 or some bad, 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 bad win-loss record without Frank Reich. So now, Carson Wentz is going to resurrect his career. Where? With Frank Reich in Indy. So that's why some people are optimistic about that. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, Haskins has, like, no chance, I don't think, in the NFL. He's on Pittsburgh's team right now. I, that doesn't mean he's going to—I don't think he's a lock to make the, the roster. I mean, he's probably going to be inactive if he does. Because that's not a guy you can really count on. I think they were trying to throw him a bone and, and salvage his career. But he was, he was only a one-year starter at Ohio State. Fields, two-year starter, and and played in the SEC. Didn't start uh, because the, the starter was healthy, but Justin Fields played in the SEC. Um, I guess we should probably turn our attention to Mac Jones. I, I just have a hard problem talking about him. Dating back to our convo last week with the former Jet Scout, who was like, yeah, I prefer Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence. And I will say, Rob, I don't know if you saw the social media activity, but the people, the the masses were very, very, very unhappy with Daniel Kelly <laughs> and his comments about Mac Jones over Trevor Lawrence. And I can't, I, I can't, I, I'm sorry, I can't take Mac Jones very seriously. I just can't. I, one year starter on a stacked team against a vastly, vastly depressed SEC. It was not very good last year. Outside of Bama. LSU was awful. It was basically Alabama and everyone else. And Mac Jones puts up monster stats. Um, This is a guy who 
could not win the starting job against uh, Jalen Hurts. He couldn't win the starting job against Tua. And, oh, by the way, how has Tua looked in the NFL? And, oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts is getting a uh, a one-year look-see from the Eagles. Um, like, I, if you're applying that rationale of Haskins to Fields, doesn't the same kind of apply to Alabama quarterbacks, Rob? I think Charles Robinson mentioned it. Like, this is a Sarkeesian offense. Did you see Tua's, uh, the look on his eyes when he stepped to the line of scrimmage? He looked like a deer in headlights, did he not? Oh, yeah. And, and this might be my favorite stat. I know I got a lot of uh, stats that'll just blow your mind. This is my favorite one that came out comparing the Fields-Mac Jones situation. RPOs and screens, which in college are all the rage. You can't really get away with it too much in the NFL because the guys are yeah. too fast. You know, you might get an RPO here and there, but not definitely not to the levels you see in college. 22.5% of Mac Jones's total passing yards came from RPOs and screens. Justin Fields, who plays at Ohio State, which everybody says runs a gimmick offense, 8.5%. Wow. So tell me again who's really making plays as a quarterback. If you're going to look at that stat alone. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I just don't understand the Mac Jones hype. Uh, Rob, we're talking about a guy who essentially went from, he's not a first rounder to, okay, maybe he's a first rounder to, yeah, San Fran, three, Kyle Shanahan, let's get him. And I love the stuff about people are saying in these meeting rooms, he was on a whiteboard and he could remember plays that, that he had drawn up like weeks before. Uh, and they were just blown away by his memory. Like, what's memory going to get you at the line of scrimmage when defenses are breathing down your neck and Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are closing in on you? What? Are, he doesn't have the athletic ability to get away. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't want to. I, I I sound. I feel bad. Rob, am I bashing these guys? No. And, and and let's be honest. Mac Jones has what two DUIs, and he threw to four first-round ride receivers and, <laughs> and and hand the ball off to a first-round running back who was protected by, I think, at least one first-round offensive lineman. So, no, I don't think you are being too harsh on yeah. Mac Jones. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So let me ask, your your Raiders could, could, could be in the mix for a quarterback. I don't think Fields falls that far. Um, I don't think Mac Jones falls that far. But if we go one, two, three, and Trey Lance is third, I don't know. Where where are Mac Jones and uh, Justin Fields going? Are, Are your Raiders in the mix? Well, let me just say, Ian Rappaport, who got this whole conversation started with his tweet last night, did also tweet late on Friday that the Raiders, despite picking number 17, are doing their homework on these quarterbacks. Just in case one of them starts to slide, they can move up and get him. And I actually tweeted out, as soon as I saw that Mac Jones, Trey Lance report that he put out last night, I said, hey, at this rate, Justin Fields is going to fall to the Raiders. Oh, we're going to be set for life. It's going to be great. All right, let me ask you quickly on the Raiders. So they did they lose like three starting offensive linemen? Correct. Okay. And they're going to draft a quarterback? <laughs> and they're going to take a quarterback? Come on, dude. Hey, this man, if you know anything about the NFL, which you know a lot, the best way to build a Super Bowl contender is with a quarterback on his rookie deal. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I mean, so what do you do with Derek Carr? You can't, I mean, isn't the cap hit for him significant, I would assume? No, I think it's like $2 million. It's really low. Oh. He's, he's basically on a year-to-year basis right now. They pay him uh, all his guaranteed. F- forgive my memory lapse. Um, is Marcus Mariota still there? Yes, he took a massive pay cut to remain as the backup. So if they drafted a quarterback, they would dump one of those guys, presumably? I would assume that they could trade Derek Carr. I don't know where you could get him to. I guess what, maybe Chicago, Washington, something like that. You know, but the thing is, whoever takes him is gonna have to take the full salary cap hit because there is mm. no more guaranteed money. It's just that's the amount. Because you you never want to cut a guy, especially a quarterback like Derek Carr, who say what you want is at least the top half of the NFL quarterback. Um, yeah, that feels like a, a, a you know a summer breakdown. <laughs> I don't know that that's a lock. Top half of the league? Yeah. Top 16? Yeah. All right. Tr- Trevor Lawrence or Derek Carr? 
Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Zach Wilson. No, I can't go. Oh, I can't go. Derek Carr can't over go. Zach Wilson. I can't go. I can't go there yet. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Can we do a few minutes real quick, Rob, on, on the return of KD? Um, I, I just, I watched a little bit of it, then I watched the highlights, and I was like, why was I writing these? Why was I writing the Nets off again? I mean, Kevin Durant against a good Suns team. Now I know they were down Jay Crowder and Dario Saric, and now enter laughter for me mentioning two role players. Um, but the Suns were passive at best defensively. The Brooklyn Nets shot fifty-two percent from the field, forty-six from three, eighty-five from the line, and oh yeah, KD came off the bench, thirty-three points on twenty-one shots in twenty-eight minutes. I mean, listen, it's one thing going... I know Mikel Bridges is a really good defender. 
this is a bit of a step up in class to Kevin Durant, who's like a top 15 player in the history of the sport. And Cameron Johnson, no chance. So, uh, you know, the Suns on the wing, and we talked about this, they're going to have problems with LeBron. They would have some problems with the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi. But Rob, I mean, Kyrie deferring a little, he had 34 and 12. They still don't have James Harden. And they beat, I don't know, what, the second best team in the West? Right now. I guess we're not going to count the Lakers uh, right now. But they made it look pretty easy. And, like, I I know we kind of poo-pooed the Blake Griffin signing as, uh, what's the big deal? Um, who cares? He's old. He hadn't dunked in forever. Um, you know, just I'll just put it out there. Blake Griffin, not he hasn't been terrible since joining the Nets. Um yeah, I know he's not shooting well from downtown, uh, 27% this month. But, I mean, all they're going to need from him is one game, right? One playoff game where he goes for 14-7 and seven and a couple big spots in the fourth quarter if KD or Harden has foul trouble or whatever. And Blake Griffin, that's all they need. I don't know. I, I, you never want to overreact to a game on a Sunday in the at the end of April in the NBA regular season. But I think clearly the Nets... They're back to being, for me, the team to beat. Just watching them with KD for a little bit. In the East. I'll just say that. In the East. They, by the way, regained first place from the Sixers over the weekend. Sixers, by the way, without Ben Simmons, cratering. Absolute freefall. They've lost four straight. And uh, before Rob, before I let you gas up the uh, Brooklyn Nets, I just need to point out, Fantasy NBA is a total bunch of garbage. And I'm so me and my son are so irate, okay? Just a brief 30 seconds. So you have to set your lineup for the week, and you have to set it Sunday before the Monday games start. Sunday, there was not a hint that Ben Simmons or DeMontis Sabonis were injured. Not a hint of it. Neither of them played all week. Now, Sabonis, some back thing, were they just tanking because they're not going to want to play off game? I don't know. The Ben Simmons thing is extremely frustrating. He played last week and was great. He was great, and now he just misses the whole week. So the other F factor, Kevin Porter Jr., who nobody cares about, uh, was actually putting up some buckets in Houston. I mean, he had some big games. So we start him. It turns out he was one of the guys who went to the booby trap strip club in Miami. His teammate got his teeth kicked in with a beer bottle. Apparently, the story is Sterling Brown leaving the booby trap. That is really the name of the strip club. At, I don't know, Rob, you can correct me if I'm wrong, 7 a.m. And he went to the wrong, like, SUV or limo or whatever the bus was that they had rented because, you know, that's how these ballers do. There was, like, a lot of the black limos. And he went to the wrong one, and the guys just came out and just started beating the crap out of him. And I guess they took a bottle to his head, and he was severely hospitalized. And... Then Kevin Porter walks out of the strip club and is like, oh, my dude is down. I got to go defend him. So Kevin Porter, on my son's fantasy team, all week health and safety protocols because of a strip club incident. So we had three guys who didn't play a friggin' game all week. And then we end up losing to the fifth seed and we will not be in the money. And um, yeah, my son's taking it well. Uh, as I said, he had a good weekend playing sports, so it's going okay. But uh, anyways, Rob, back to the Brooklyn Nets, unless you want to go deep into the strip club story. The Booby Trap, a great name, by the way. No, I'm actually more interested in, in your son, who I think is, what, like 12? 
No, so like, gosh, he's 10. 10. He just turned 10. Being disappointed, he's not in the money of a fantasy basketball league. I'm pretty sure that they don't think about it like that at that yeah, age. Yeah, I don't know. It's 100, 150 not, bucks to third place team. The that winner, sounds more like you're upset that, that he's not in the money. In the, in the I mean, listen, buy-in was not, not that big. I, I While you speak on the Nets real quick, I'm going to look up the booby trap, see if they have an Instagram page. Um, <laughs> just give a shout out to the listeners in case. Well, let anything. me just say, again, I did pick the Nets even before the Harden trade to make the final. So I've always thought they were the favorite regardless. But... Um, as far as what you said about them being the easy favorites in the Eastern Conference after what you saw on Sunday with Kevin Durant returning, I would disagree a little bit only because I don't think they would be prohibitive favorites without a healthy James Harden. I think James Harden is the engine in that team. I think he's the one who makes them go. Um, I would still pick them even if, if Harden was limited to come out of the East, but I would not feel as confident because I think what we've seen with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, they, yeah, they're great individual talents. They can score. They can fill it up. But for that team to get to its maximum potential, it requires a trigger man to run point. Mm. And James Harden is ideal in that situation. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, you can't officially make them the favorites until Harden's back. But based on the little I saw Sunday, it's like, geez. I mean, by the way, it, it, Sixers fans, don't come at me on the gram or social media saying, oh, they were without Danny Green. Uh, Seth Curry missed a game. You you mentioned Jay Crowder. Yeah, you know, Jay Crowder on the wing, kind of a big deal. Um, I don't care what you say. The Suns have nobody to guard Kevin Durant. And Ben Simmons could probably guard Durant, but then I don't know who's going to check Harden and Kyrie because those guys are getting to the bucket easily. And don't give me Matisse Thibel. I'm sorry. Well, Jay, what about Joel Embiid? I also like talking to myself as I work through these arguments. Fine, Joel Embiid can have his 36 points and 15 rebounds. They're not going to win. I still think the real threat is Boston. Um, Their health is everything. And it's looking increasingly like Boston is going to maybe be in the mix for the 4-5 seed. By the way, at some point, we're going to have to talk about the Knicks, right? I mean, Rob, they've won nine straight. Now, it is a little fugazi. The point differential is uh, plus 2.2, which is lower than the Hawks. And, um, you know, they're winning with defense and Julius Randle playing like 40 minutes a night. At some point, we'll talk to the, talk about the Knicks. Maybe we'll get a Knicks guest on this week. So we'll do a little more draft this week. Um, I can go ahead and um, close out the podcast with this. The booby trap, probably not worth the follow on the gram, but it is worth taking a peek. I'll just put that out there. Um, all right, Rob, any final thoughts? KD, your weekend, the draft, the booby trap? You are a married man. You should not be on Instagram looking up the booby trap. Ah, it's, just a, it's just a look-see. It's not like I follow the account. Anyways. All right, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.